It's a daily talk show and we're in Los Angeles. And we've got special guests. We've uh, intruded your house. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Icon and Mimi Icon. Thank Hi you guys. for being here. Yeah, yeah. And Thank thanks for having us. It's our pleasure. <laughs> so Airbnbs, is this just like part of your lifestyle? <laughs> Airbnb yeah. no, if, if there's one... Uh, company that should sponsor us uh-huh. is airbnb because yeah. all the time when we travel as you guys probably mm-hmm. see everyone asks us the first is this an airbnb uh-huh. can you send me a link i'm can like you send me the address of this place? I'm, like, I'm not sending you a link because you know we stay for a long time i'm not gonna expose myself like where we're staying but um we we do we can get into it but airbnb is not the only service we mm-hmm. actually use a whole variety of services however we in the future there's definitely uh, an icon travels where we're gonna probably have houses all around the world to rent out to people or something like that yeah. <laughs> i mean it feels like there's so many things that you're doing and so there's all these opportunities so the positano example you create a Which travel hotel there too <laughs> yeah, yeah so you you do a travel guide is the intention that when you go there we're going to do this or do you just are you just traveling around and then it just sort of comes out i'd I, say it's just about traveling and doing it mindfully obviously like going mm-hmm. to places that are better than the status quo mm-hmm. like that's what we're always looking for not to just have a touristic experience mm-hmm. but to go to really local cool spots and then once you know all of that like what's the point of just keeping it to yourself like yeah. if you know you can make somebody's experience like once when we were in Positano we were at this cafe and like this couple came up to us and they're like literally we just ordered what you put in your guide <laughs> they had like almond milk cappuccino and that like whatever like eggs that I ordered I can't even remember anymore but like they had the same exact experience and they went to all these places that we went to so it just makes me feel so happy that people can have a great experience as opposed to like those tourist traps that are in all of these very popular destinations. And the thing is, what I want to add on to that is like even Positano, it, it's now the influencer central. And yeah. when Mimi says, hey, like we went to Positano like 12 years ago, before yeah. it was like Instagram, before there's all yeah. there's people all there just taking pictures. So what we love to do is just be able to discover places. And then we do travel currently like more pop, I guess, mm. culture kind of places. Um, but it, it's still in a way of what we love to do is really providing people that experience. What we know ourselves is that, as Mimi said, it's curated. You, know, yeah. you can yeah. go, you can go to these major cities, LA, New York. Paris and hate it. Yeah. Right. It's because it, it's it's a big and people go like, why do you go to the same places? Like, do you know? Like, you you can be going to Paris or even living in Paris, and you still won't know all the mm. cool spots. There's just so much to offer. And what we just like to give for ourselves, and this is like, I love to really dive in and do a lot of research, like for all of our trips. Yeah, he spends so and much time. <laughs> for like all of our friends and all of our family, like we really create create you know curated experience. And that's because like we have very high standards. Mm. Uh, just when you start traveling the world and seeing lots of places and staying a lot of places and having also the financial freedom to like try a lot of places, you also will end up uh, going to a lot of bad places. And the thing is, yeah, for me to spend, you know, $150, $200 and, lo- and, and have a bad experience, it's okay. But for somebody else who has earned their hard-earned money, has been saving their whole year for that, mm-hmm. like, I don't want them to have that mm-hmm. experience and go to, like, some place that's supposed to have five stars and is actually crap yeah. because it's just, like, an Instagram hole. I you know, th- like, there's, so there's, like, that's what part of it. I think we've worked out in the States um, uh, the warning sign of a bad restaurant or somewhere where you're going to get pretty 
the average food. Mm. It's the amount of things on the menu. So you yes. get seven pages yes. of food. Of course. That's a warning sign. Is there any other sort of telltale signs of somewhere or a location, even if it like doesn't seem to be flooded by mainstream, you know, like yeah. just everybody, is there a warning sign? I that- think location, like if it's mm. usually on a main street, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. It has to be like a little <laughs> hidden. It has to have no sign. Like all the cool places are very much... Um, a hole in the wall kind of places yeah. and then you walk in there and it's like a whole different world and that's what um, people like I think most people when you have high expectations and you go to a place you mm. judge it differently rather than when you go to a place and you're like this is really shady and you walk in like there's a bakery here in Venice called Just Justa have you guys been no literally Amazing. it has no sign like okay. I was google mapping it and I got there I'm like where is this place there's no sign you walk in and it's massive they bake their like all their like croissants and yeah. breads and everything there like it's beautiful full of people like there's such an amazing buzz so places like that mm. are really cool well, I think that it, we appreciate it's, I mean you start a business um, and you obviously people want their business to become successful and you could look at these places on the main street or things that become really popular as they've achieved a level of success I mean for you guys you've had a bunch of different businesses is the aim to not have it become super mainstream or uh, u- uber popular are you trying to create a boutique no. experience no, I, or how can you create like say with luxie hair how do you yeah. create a brand that mm. is respected but also makes a bunch of cash you yeah. have to stick to your values i yeah. think that's the most important thing is that as you grow if you compromise on your values and the main basic philosophy of what built you as a company and that's what a lot of businesses do once they grow and they have to scale they kind of cut the corners and they start compromising on their products service etc but if you do that that's a whole different business Mm. and that's what happens to many of these great restaurants or even some of the fashion brands that like start out really cool and then once they go mass um, and it's, it's just a, not the same, right? So we never want to be in that position. I think it's understandable, but we ha- also haven't been in those positions where we really scaled mass. I think the the opportunity that exists for a lot of us, uh, you know, anybody who's watching this or listening to this or even you guys is that we live in a world right now. This is what we realized when we first started our first business. And, and Tim Ferriss in a four-hour work week was really that, I think it's a bestseller to this day. It's really that gateway to changing your mindset that, the idea of how we work in our careers is now different. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be that way of like, you know, nine to five, you work in corporate and you move up the corporate ladder and then you have this lifestyle and you retire and you get a BMW and you get fat. You know, like that's kind of what he <laughs> talks about. And in reality is that now, it can be a Tesla. No, I think now even like ourselves, like I, uh, one of the examples I always talk about is like, you know, I, I can, financially pretty much buy any car I want mm-hmm. you know I can buy a Lamborghini or whatever but I choose to ride like a, sh- a ride share bicycle in London mm-hmm. and to me like I really enjoy that even with a wet seat I'm saying yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Even, even you know it's raining yeah. I'll come with my sweater wipe it with my hand <laughs> really does. and, and we'll still bike in the rain like I'll really be sad if come I if I, if, if, if I can't like I have a change of pants in the office just in case but, <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that like that idea of like really designing and that's what Tim really w- introduce a lot of people is like how do we as individuals 
now with the internet technology can now mm. design our lives and to be able to build these businesses that can potentially support us and create a lifestyle for ourselves but also for other people so with you know our first business was really the intention just to create a lifestyle business our goal was just to make 1500 bucks a month we didn't have really big goals to make a big business or anything like that and then we really just got into it, like into the, the whole business, entrepreneurship. And I think today, more than ever, it is so easy to create a business. And especially if you follow really these rules, not rules, but to a certain say guidelines to how, uh, because the the benchmark is actually fairly low in the world mm. for business. And so we, like we, me and I, like we're discovering more. more and more. We actually have very high standards and a lot of people appreciate the high standards, but they actually don't have them. So if you as a, as a business bring something that delivers more value to their customer, mm -hmm. um, you will win. It will just, it will just take some time. Uh, but uh, once enough people discover you, uh, you will get that audience. It will just start to build up. But you have to have that vision and also system to realize how does just basics of business work meaning you know supply and demand market product branding mm -hmm. all that stuff and then be able to scale so even our businesses they're very simple they're not complex businesses they're not like major businesses and we're, the reason they're like that is just because we we prioritize our own lifestyle mm. so we could have you know with our, our previous business Lexi here or even with intelligent change like they could have been 10x the businesses that they are now however for ourselves we find that we would then sacrifice our life mm. and it's fine you know but we just and even being here in la or, or america you know like that's and i quickly talked to you about mm -hmm. it, guys that's what i think happens to a lot of people they go extreme they're like, we have to take over the world and be the richest mm. and the biggest and all mm. that stuff. And then in, in time, you lose your your life. You lose your you can literally lose your life. You can lose your family, mm -hmm. uh, your time. Where we were able to, we really believe you can balance out both. Yes, there's times where you hustle and you almost burn out, but you don't have to mm. keep doing that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, we hear so many stories. Like, that's quite self-aware, right? Yeah. To be in the moment thinking that because the amount of success stories that end, it's a crucible moment where they've made all this money and now they need to find the opposite. But then they have the financial means mm. to support mm -hmm. the search for the other. It sounds like you were self-aware in the moment and had the filter on yeah. how do we create the life. What is that filter? How, how did you put that lens on? I think in our first year that we started Luxie, Luxie here, we were very lucky because we made a million dollars. Like that was never the expectations as yeah. Alex just mentioned. Revenue, just, not like yeah. cash in the, yeah. in the bank. I always still, have to remind like us. almost never happens, yeah. right? And we had great, we have really great margins with that business. So um, to me, it was very clear right away that I can have pretty much anything I want financially. Like I can buy any bag I want, shoes, travel anywhere, but like it's not what makes me happy. And I feel like a lot of people, it will take them longer maybe because people are different you know so once I became aware of that I was kind of like on a soul search of what it is that I want to do in life that is meaningful to me every day 
And it took Alex a few more years, like get a certain number in the bank account and buy a certain car. But then- What car was it? It was was actually the same car we have in our garage right now. It's just a white BMW convertible. Yeah, nothing but, too crazy. But nothing yeah. too crazy. Yeah. But you, you were just, on the way to being the fat guy. That was my goal. But. Mimi said, get on the bike. <laughs> yeah, and then you just kind of learn and you get off it. Yeah, so but how like did two, you... three years into the business, we both realized, okay, money is not what's mm. going to make us happy. It's great that we realize that now because both of us don't come from, um, you know, from the wealthy families. We had very little when we grew up. So we always had this idea that once we have the money, we're, we're gonna make it in life, right? Mm-hmm. So we get the money, it's American dream, we don't you know, feel yeah. that way. We, we actually, I felt really depressed and lost and anxious. And I realized, okay, this is not what life is about. So what is it about? And then it took me another year or two to figure that out through, you know, going on meditation retreats and just spending a lot of time self-reflecting and realizing that, you know, looking back on my life and looking at my life and when I was actually happy, And it was actually Mm -hmm. in moments of struggle, in those moments where I might not have had a lot financially, but I was helping. I felt like I was useful in this world. And for Alex, it was, I mean, you can tell about your experience. I I think just really looking things from a perspective of you have to, uh, one of your questions was like, how do you really see Mm -hmm. to, to that future? How do you have that awareness? And you have to go through that experience. Sometimes you, you have do, to. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. to, like as we did. You know, we are as everybody, especially in North America. Like when you come here, I don't know if you guys feel it. Like we're in LA right now. It's like the epitome of uh, American dream. Meaning, mm. people are come out here to LA all over the world to make it. And what does that make it? Whether it be become a star or become rich and famous, and mm-hmm. and all is this dream. But in the reality, this dream that was created here in Hollywood is is. It's false, and you can see how many people who even here in this city achieve this dream and, are and super live unhappy. it, and are mm. super unhappy. But yet, they can't admit it to themselves, and they keep on this treadmill. Like, well, uh, I should keep going, right? And they keep going. Maybe I need a jet. Maybe I need a bigger house. Maybe I need a bigger car. And it's like, and just more, 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 more. And I think uh, it's it's creeping all over the world it's very contagious this style but in reality you know i think having also that balance of now living in europe something we talked about is like there is that a finer balance of uh and not just being so loud about you know wanting things but actually just being simple and appreciating life um and really if you if you are i guess for ourselves and honest with yourself, you're like, and you. The question that I asked myself at that time, when we were like, kind of in between, you know, you kind of like made it. You're financially free. You thought this was gonna give you all this happiness. You have to really be honest. And we have, we ask ourselves a question of, when was the last time I was genuinely happy? Mm-hmm. Right now, what society thinks like if I do this then I'll be happy yeah. if I have this money in the bank then I'll be happy dream, or if I have mm, this it's a, f- it's a fake dream is, it a, is there guilt because I guess you get you get to a position no. I never felt guilty no, for no. having any of it it just really felt empty yeah. like for me it's about sharing the experiences with other people like mm-hmm. what's the point of having it all yeah. just for yourself like I don't know for yeah. me so how do you become aligned with within your values? I think so. I think, then you reevaluate your values mm-hmm. and you really put it in. As a couple, feet. did you find that that was something First, that you personally, yeah. and then as a couple, mm-hmm. because that's important because yeah. like you're building life together. But the values, mm-hmm. your first five to ten values, this is the most important thing in your life, right? What are People your do values? that for their businesses, <laughs> but what are your values? Yeah, what, are, what are your well, values? Well, some of them that I can tell you, like one yeah. of the highest one is freedom. Mm-hmm. 
right? So that's why the businesses that we build are based on that, that we have flexibility or freedom to travel, mm. be with each other, spend time with our child. Family. Family, friends. Mm. Like, I never want to be the slave to my business because you can be a slave to your business just like you would be to a corporate job, right? Mm. So every decision we make has to be aligned with all of our primary values. Um, Gratitude is another yeah. one. Like, in terms of, like, a value, like, I think why it's so important to us even to, to be grateful and we have you know created products around that is that we really see that appreciation like whether it be even ourselves and people around us when we appreciate ourselves you know but we also appreciate mm. other people in our lives it just feels better mm. like you know like i just feel you know especially when you have friends and if you if you were i think we're always as people trying to do good whether being in a relationship or you as a as as a father or a mother or just as a friend just being there supporting thing and if somebody just shows their appreciation says you know like hey josh or you know tom thank you for just being my friend and for hanging out with me and bringing this out to me right away you just feel better mm. and, and you want to do more you want to do more right? you, like, you feel appreciated like if for all the you know even the staff we had one of the you know as you interview people you always ask like why did you leave that job and one of the i'll say the most uh, answers that we get is like i didn't feel appreciated mm. you know they can be getting paid well they can be in a great organization, but if they're if they're not if they're not appreciative or someone's not being grateful to them, then they want to leave. So those are like some of the values, but it, it really just comes down to to the basics of of your life and really questioning. You know, being really on, like you. What I'm trying to get to with you guys and anybody really listening is that don't care what other people think. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think so many of us because we're social animals and social creatures. We're very we're conditioned to we're care. conditioned yeah. to care what you know what your community is going to say, what your family is going to say, what your friends are going to say, and you have to be honest with yourself. Like, how does it feel to you? For example, I'll give you one example. I proposed to Mimi when we're broke, uh, unemployed, early twenties. Um, early twenties. <laughs> I was twenty-one. All my friends thought I was that. They, literally, they're like, "What the hell are you doing? This is stupid. You have all your 20s. <laughs> I think like, he's right. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, they were just they were just that that was kind of what they wanted to communicate. Yeah, is yeah. that like you're making a mistake? Yeah. And I'm like, am I making a mistake? And a lot of times, uh, our parents can talk us out of stuff. Even though, like taking that leap into entrepreneurship or being in a relationship or even be hanging around with certain friends. But you have to ask yourself, it, do I feel this is the right decision? And for me, for example, uh, let's say even proposing to Mimi and committing as so, so early was the best decision I've ever made. Um, us also not going back to corporate and starting a business, making that leap, uh, trying to create a lifestyle business. I had conversations with serious business people and entrepreneurs who laughed literally laughed at me and said this is not possible mm. for you to be on the beach while you make money like that's a hype dream and no. you know and the same thing mm. even now like right hey you guys yeah. saw us on Gary Vee mm -hmm. and Gary Vee will say the same thing because you have to hustle your brain off I totally get it it's not black and white but yeah. however we believe that there's there's a once you expand your mindset and this is not like uh, like a secret affirmations, all that stuff. They, those things work, mm -hmm. but it's constructive where you can balance out 
it's important to have expand your mindset and create a bigger vision for yourself and the way you do that is become self-aware with yourself because what we believe in is that and this is what i've learned you know you, you have a child as well like when when our daughter was born alexa first day and now she's three years old i can tell you she's the same person like you can sense that there's a certain amount of soul in that uh, in all of us and that just exists you here like everyone who's listening who's watching you have your own journey and no one's gonna like I, I can't tell you what you need to do. Like uh, you can't tell what other people need to do. Everyone has to go through their own journey and have to qu- they have to question themselves of what feels right to them. I try to tell my son what to do, and he doesn't have a bar. <laughs> <in it. laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I guess what, what we're trying to say is like why we feel really passionate about this is that we really believe that if once you align to like as Mimi said your values mm. and your your kind of inner calling because like what feels good mm. and i think that's the whole idea is like is also exploring even with us for example you know you said with traveling one of the reasons why we travel so much and and do create bases for ourselves like we still haven't figured out where we're gonna live yeah to be honest does so, it feel like a because i've got a, a mate who's got a couple of different citizenships or whatever amazing and it, it creates a lot of pressure for him because he's like where do i want to live yeah and one, one day he'll it's be actually like, harder yeah. yeah and so have you found that is that yeah. like yeah. trying yeah. to work out what to live like where to live like he'll go to barcelona and we're meant to be just going there for a trip and he's like <laughs> Okay, I'm checking out a few apartments because I might move here. Does it get a like that? Yeah, we're yeah, very yeah. much like and, that. And I think... Because we're very privileged, obviously, mm-hmm. to have that kind of life now. I don't come mm-hmm. from that, you know. Yeah. Like, for the first 16 years of my life, I didn't even get on an airplane. Mm-hmm. So, to me, this truly is a dream come true to be in a place like that. But also, you realize world is quite small you know Mm. in a way you won't be aligned with every place in the world and you're not going to have a desire Mm. to go live everywhere but there will be a certain places that sort of speak to um, who you are as an individual where you can see yourself living and and, and what i want to add on to that is really it's the expanding your mind i think even let's say maybe your friend Mm -hmm. the idea that you don't have to be a billionaire or even a millionaire to even think like that. Mm. I think uh, the world that we're now entering that is more global, that it has, that where technology enables, you know, people will listen to this all over the world. And also with commerce, you can really do it all over the world. Mm. And now you don't need to be in a certain place. You don't even need to have a, you know, an office in a certain place. You can operate, a, a, you know, through distribution, distribution, distributed team. And with with that, once you have you expand your mindset to think bigger, and that you can also have these opportunities, and that mm. you can be a, a digital nomad living in Bali and and traveling the world and only making you know forty fifty grand a year, that's possible now. Mm. You know you can have even and it's not even though you don't even have to be an entrepreneur. You can still be a freelancer mm-hmm. and be able to do that. And it's just that ability to shift your mindset that hey, you don't have to be stuck in uh, Oklahoma somewhere mm-hmm. in a small town and that's that's where you're born. That's where you have to be the whole life. And um, this is the beauty of the world that we're entering. And then I guess the, also the challenge of, of this time is that to be able to, to expand your mindset and be free. And not, not everyone has that ch- choice. I think a lot, but at the same time, a lot of people in places like Australia or uh, US or Europe or Canada 
they, especially here in the U.S., I think they really don't value what their U.S. passport or mm. any of these countries that I've listed their passport allows you. Like, if you're in Syria, you can't leave. Mm-hmm. You know, where we come from, yeah. we're, we're, I'm from Russia, Mimi's from Azerbaijan. Our passport, you can't unless you get like a visa approval. You can't like I can with our Canadian passport. I just show up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you like literally, I just show up. You I'm can like, hey, book I want to be minute, here. Yeah, yeah. You know? it's the right? Same with or, Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I remember Neil Strauss has a book, Emergency, and he talks all about like uh, what the billionaires do with passports. So do do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, I just got obsessed with like, oh, how do, like I applied for a green card, lot, like did the green card lottery and all that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, they have multiple. Yeah, but the thing is that it was like I, I look back, I was like 21 at the time, and the main reason was talking about consumerism was Australia didn't have Amazon Prime yet. <laughs> I, I realized that. That's not really a reason to move. No. Country. Now Australia, Australia has Amazon. Australia now Prime. Yeah. Amazon. It's a little bit shitty, but they still have it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're working it's a big on country. it. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you guys when you come to different countries, do you don different masks or do you feel like you're actually different as people when 100%. you're entering? Every yeah. place you go to has an impact on you. Like when mm-hmm. we go to Paris, I feel like dressing differently yeah. and ordering different things and like I don't know, it's just like you feel different yeah. and that's the incredible thing about traveling is that it changes something inside of you. Mm-hmm. And once you leave that place, you're just mm-hmm. never the same person. And I think that's the biggest gift you get from traveling. It just expands your mind it makes you feel more connected to other human beings who are living in this other country who speak different languages had a different upbringing but yet you have like some sort of a connection because we're this we're all the same humans you know um so yeah for me it's truly like the best way to spend time Mm. is to go and visit new places Mm. i think the curse of comparison (laughs) is real for a lot of people and I, i think it'd be true to say that people with less might even have it even more than others absolutely oh, yeah when, uh, yeah, yeah, when so we went to nepal years ago i'll never forget we went to this like little village in um like near chitwan their national park and like people were so happy they're little living mm. in little huts with literally like no windows no door whole family in this tiny little house like it's basically a room but so happy and smiling mm. like genuine smiles no shoes on these kids feet but they don't know it. Like, mm. they don't know any better. So, because they're not comparing, mm. they're happy. And this is also, like, it was the first time I've actually come across, it's probably more rare now, where you, let's say, you want to take a picture of somebody, and you can see they actually haven't never been faced with a camera. Wow. And, like, they have this genuine expression. It's, like, yeah. mind-blowing. That's why they're, when you, like, when you they're say not cheese. posing. Like, they're when you just, say cheese, what happens? They just have look. that real human. It's like, it's, it's like presence. Yeah. And I think now it's probably disappearing. It's re- even Nepal is probably hard now because yeah. a lot of people do travel in Nepal. Now, this was some time ago. Um, and it was a very remote uh, place. Mm. You know, but that that's the, the beauty of just the world and mm. travel and everything that has to bring. But I think to also add on to what you were saying about, I think we come from Soviet Union, you know, both uh, Mimi and myself, it used to be a, a big in a place and you know people around the world think this is former you know, Soviet yeah former <laughs> Soviet but people would uh, judge this place as well as this cold place and all that stuff in reality I look at my childhood where we literally you know there wasn't a lot of options you don't have options for you know, clothing or comparison it's like you have those same shoes and the same mm. 
candy and a very limited choice and maybe you have like oranges for christmas um and if you're lucky if you're lucky maybe you'll have a banana someday um and you i, I literally remember when uh, western candies like snickers came and me and my family would split one snickers into four pieces yeah, we did the same. and and over like tea or something like that and we'd be so happy like oh my god i'm having this snickers this is amazing and what it it's like now you can buy snickers that it won't give me the same how many snickers do you have in the fridge yeah what i'm trying to say is that i remember those times and a part of uh being content is that there is less of that comparison and uh, like my our favorite quote that we always talk about comparison is the thief of joy mm -hmm. and and this is why it's important to have that self-awareness and to understand like it's okay to, that we and be understand that we live in a consumerist system and how we've evolved like one of our favorite books of all time is sapiens by mm -hmm. yuval no harari because he i think that book is important for everyone to read because it will help you understand how we as humans got to this point now because a lot of us don't really comprehend and understand like how did we like monkeys evolve to this yeah. state where we are now you know comparing ourselves taking pictures of our instagram talking to some devices here filming ourselves yeah, with yeah, cameras but at the core of everything we're still human mm -hmm. and we're these social animals who want to bond it's so weird create. isn't it <laughs> it's it's like, weird weird existence. like if you think about it, it's like space if i think about it too much i <laughs> yeah, freak out it a bit yeah it just like starts overwhelming <laughs> you a bit so, yeah. so content consumption then yeah, yeah what you consume i guess can start to dictate how oh, major. you feel major. do you find that uh, you go in and out of the types of content so obviously i feel like everyone goes through it like that gary v thing of like the early days and then you <laughs> sort of like v. you you get it and you understand it it's and like okay need i need something else now yeah. um what do, what are you consuming in 2019 very little to be yeah. honest like, <laughs> i'm very mindful neither, about yeah. what i consume because i because I'm very hands-on with my raising my mm -hmm. daughter, I have very little time. And the time that I have, I'm usually creating. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to mm -hmm. consumption, it's it's basically, I consume a little bit through Instagram, but I'm mm -hmm. barely ever on YouTube, mm -hmm. to be honest. Yeah. It's just I, I, longer content. I don't have time for it mm -hmm. right now. I heard you say yeah. on, on your podcast that it, it could be the, it's the addiction the opposite way the addiction to checking your feed mm. but then the addiction to creating and putting yeah, it out yeah mm. that's true mm. what, I'm more addicted to the creating <laughs> yeah, you didn't really expand on that because yeah, you were yeah. focusing on the yeah. addiction yeah because most people cannot relate to what yeah. I have a problem yeah. with not a problem I don't we see can it relate. as a problem no, we, we <laughs> can relate and so do you think there is do you think it's as detrimental if you're just yes, hell it, it bent on be. creating yeah because mm. then you're not present right you're mm. constantly thinking I can be honest about the fact that I do this, like, oh my God, what am I gonna create next? Mm. What do I need to share next? It's like this inner drive. I truly enjoy it. And I feel like it gives me a purpose to know that I can share something with my audience that can make them smile, can teach them something, maybe a recipe, mm. maybe I show them a new place, maybe I share a quote, but it makes me feel good knowing mm -hmm. that I can share something. So is it external? So it is addicting yeah, to yeah, do yeah. that. But then I think, is it external? Uh, pressure or people no. saying that you're creating too much or is it internal internal okay no it's internal because i i always question myself and i i i want to make sure that it's not from a place of an addiction mm -hmm. um, where i can go let's say i what i've implemented recently like for the last two months is i have one day where i don't post anything 24 hours i don't check anything i don't post anything how I do you feel i feel great i feel amazing i feel so much more present that day like i don't have that rush like because it's like a 
a certain type of adrenaline yeah. probably mm-hmm. that's constantly going through your blood where you're thinking like you're looking out for content whether you realize it or not hunting you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's oh the this would look together. good or like i want to share this like this can be helpful yeah. right and so Alex, that day, do you notice just how present. different Mimi is on those days from a partner he's point of view? Consuming, I'm so so he's still consuming. Well, you're you're managing Mimi's social media. Exactly. I'm yeah. trying to Someone's convince him to... Uh, no, he's, nobody's posting. That day, <laughs> okay, like, yeah, literally, great. it's quiet for uh-huh. 24 hours. Just... It's, well, it's been quiet on my feed at 24 hours. Yeah. No, but he doesn't have that problem. I don't have the problem of, of He's creating. more of a consumer, I would say. I would say, so in terms of, to answer your question of what am I consuming now, is that you know, the, the only sponsor that we do is Audible. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful that they sponsored us. Uh, it's because I, I love audiobooks, you mm-hmm. know, and the reason even, you know, people might be thinking, how do these guys know so, like, so much or the things they talk about? It's not like the, these are our ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, none of the, you, you, none of the things that you really know are your own. We're all, it's all passed Product on. It's all the things yeah. that we, we learn from. And uh, I, I was just, I think we live in an incredible time. I just like hands if you there's you can waste a lot of your time but you can also really grow as an individual and, and can really enrich your life by expanding your mind with some of the greatest minds out there <laughs> and this is why i said like a book like sapiens by yuval Noah harari like it's just incredible or even uh, something a little different uh, it could be let's say alchemist right by paula quayla like a different book or mastery of love by don miguel ruiz like very different books these are i'm naming some of the names that you know these are some of our favorite uh, audiobooks and books that has allowed us to think differently because the power of content even like this podcast is that it can change somebody's life by changing their perspective. And this is why we always focus on mindset because once your mind grows, it can't go contract back back to the same place. Like once you gain awareness and you start thinking differently, it's hard for you to go back Mm. into a box. Whenever I'm watching you, Mimi, on social media, I'm always craving fruit. You always have the, like, the freshest fruit. You've got a way of describing like this peach. You got to taste this peach. I'm on the beach and this yeah. peach is amazing. I'm like, I need one of those peaches. That's right. The simplest things are yeah. the best things. Yeah. You know, like it's well, maybe like, we take them for granted because we're not thinking exactly. about yeah. what the peach tastes like. Yeah, I want a peach right now. Actually, yeah, no. It's, <laughs> Uh, what's the fruit like in the US, do you think? I think European fruit are the best. Like specifically Spain, Italy, mm-hmm. Portugal, like oh, everything grows there, you know, it's amazing. Alex, we were um, talking before the podcast started about um, our commitment to creating content, which is seven days a week. We we put out mm-hmm. seven episodes of the podcast. We at least have a couple of days off. We pre-record a few Good. for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have a counter thought to mm-hmm. what we do around hashtag pushback hashtag pushback <laughs> yeah you know i just think right now what you're doing isn't isn't per se wrong mm-hmm. right i think oh, here you we are. go <laughs> no, 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 no. and that's what i was yeah. to connect to what i was saying earlier mm-hmm. is that we're all on our own individual journey mm-hmm. you got to do what you got to do and most importantly what you feel is the right thing to do mm-hmm. if there's an inner drive that's calling you to make content for the next 10 years for every yeah. single day and that's and we have the domain name the daily talk show.com as yeah, well yeah, so yeah. Sort of that's fine there's daily talk shows but they give me <laughs> yeah. five days a week you know it's, it's what days they're on that's what my girlfriend but, says actually yeah, yeah, What's yeah. Five She's right. yeah. yeah exactly i think it's just it's, it, so number one always don't listen to anybody else don't mm-hmm. listen to me don't mm-hmm. listen to mimi don't listen to anybody honestly you can 
you can still listen, mm. be open to what they're saying, but in regards to uh, mm. then being absorbing it to yourself and thinking, does this apply to me? Is, do, is this something that I can take mm. away and learn from? And that's another thing that I really want to encourage a lot of people, you know, listening or watching this right now is that, you know, people are, especially now this whole woke movement and things like that, it's like things are not black and white, mm. right? No one is mm. perfect. Right, like it's very important to understand that no book you're gonna read, no person you're gonna listen to is perfect. And however, there's always things you can take away for yourself from certain mm. individuals, the good and the bad. So this is how we learn. Like, you know, uh, let's say Tony Robbins. People say, oh, what well, he had this article come out about how he's whatever the, to these women, whoever created that. Mm. You know, I take from that individual there's certain things that I've learned from him that has allowed me to become a better person for example practicing gratitude in the morning right that practice by itself has allowed us to then move on to create a product like the five minute journal right that was that was one of the main inspirations so people can talk bad all they want about a certain individual but like like i said no one is perfect and there's something Mm. good you can take away from those individuals so for yourselves as well as you guys you know explore whatever avenues I think the most important thing is really, as you're working, is figuring out what works, what doesn't, mm. and then uh, really counterbalancing. Like, look at Casey Neistat. Mm-hmm. You know, he's become uh, who he is, who he is because of his daily vlogs. You know, now that he's you know made it and he's sold one of his companies and he's financially free, he's now actually trying to do less and doing more. Mm. And and it's great that he's actually having that awareness to to actually think of like is this actually productive for me to, to just mm. keep going at that same pace as i, as I keep well, it's going. getting off the hamster wheel yeah, yeah. so yeah. so for you yourselves like maybe you do have to go through this experience mm. for a period, uh, of, for time. A period yeah. of time like the same thing it's like it's not like you know when people listen to this video, oh it was all easy for them no there's periods of course where like when we worked from morning till night and mm. till even two in the morning, three in the morning, all that stuff. There, I remember those days, and they were glorious. Yeah, like yeah. I, I, I to be honest, no, yeah. to be honest, yeah, I like I. If I can tell you, even in those period after when we kind of made it, and we asked ourselves a question, when was the last time I was generally happy? When when I was broke on the come up, yeah. making it like mm. like really grinding. That was the most important thing. So even now, like having that opportunity like you know last year we sold one of our businesses we now have an opportunity we bought out our business partner from our intelligent change business we have full control of that business and we're excited to mm. you know grow that team again grow that business again to create again uh, just for that opportunity of that journey of really uh, creating something and and i'm really connected to even you guys is that that's the most beautiful thing is follow your you know, it's cliche to say passions, but your interests and follow whatever is calling you, whatever that feels right. If you're doing something that you have resistance towards and it's making you literally sick, maybe, and, mm. and it's not healthy, then There's you have to, you should re, uh, re, then you should really readjust your life. However, if you're doing this daily thing and you're fired up and you're excited because mm-hmm. you get to meet other people, you get to interact, you got you get to hang with your mates and and have fun do it like mm, yeah. who's who says who's right so i think the most important thing the most important message i really want to tell to you guys or anybody listening or watching is really you are your own navigation your guide your compass like 
it, that's the reason we are here now mm -hmm. as as individuals but also as a couple and we've been able to create the life that we we've created is simply because we're always trying to navigate our compass and and when we get swayed by other people or it can be sometimes you know you come to a place like LA or you speak to me oh man yeah I should uh, have uh, this massive house in Beverly yeah. Hills or something or get a yacht when I'm in the south of France or something like that but you're like really like is that important to me and if that mm. is go mm. go and do it but you uh, at the end of the day you really have to be honest to yourself and and ask what is important to you and what will make you happy. and i will add to that is like are you doing it for yourself or mm. are you doing it to impress others mm. Mm. that's one of the most important questions to ask uh, to uh, questions to answer whenever you're doing anything in life period do you think that uh, so the advice around uh, mm. lifestyle or even there is that school of thought of saying no not saying yes to everything <laughs> it feels like there's a point in your life where you have to say yes a bunch oh, yeah. and you have to mm. where lifestyle isn't the main factor so uh, i'm 29 now T tommy's what are you 31 31 10 years we're still going to be really young in 10 years time so part of it is it's like we can do this for then potentially yeah. the gain in the future do you think that younger people are seeing the lifestyle content and maybe underestimating those times that you guys mm. were working really oh, hard 100% I think 100% I think even as we people apply to work with us and we do interviews it's, it's funny that like why do you want to work with us? Well, I'm so inspired by your lifestyle. I want to have your lifestyle. Like, <laughs> that's not the reason why you should be working here. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you shouldn't want, like, mm. you know, I understand you You can be part of that journey to help you learn from kind of working with us how you can potentially get there. And the, the most important bit is to realize is that for uh, our friend also Carl Loco and a poet he once told me you know he he's he comes from you know Brixton in London a very now it's more of a gentrified becoming more gentrified community but before it was like uh, a lot of gang violence and things like that is where he grew up and he would roll you know I met him through uh, Virgin Charity Big Change Charity you know, we we're on the hike with like billionaires and things like that and I remember because we come from similar backgrounds I remember he told me he's like Alex like you know everyone has to climb a mountain you know everyone the billionaires and us people just get different trails we took Runyon this morning mm, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah but I'm saying but even Runyon's right wherever everyone has to everyone in their life will have to climb some sort of a mountain mm. people who just have get they get born they're on a different trail you know, our daughter Alexa is on the easier path, mm. but that easier path may have its own kind of different kind of challenges. Some people get the really hardcore trail where you might die, like, and, and it's really hard to get to the top. Mm. And how I'm trying to connect this to is really helping everyone understand is that they have their own journey to go on. And once you understand and stop comparing your journey to other per person's journey, and you can just focus on like, this is my trail, there's no point in me bitching yeah. about why am I not on this easy trail and I have this hard one, but you just get, to, you understand this is your path. And that you still, like I said, the connection is, as he says, everyone still has to climb a mountain. Everyone's still going towards the same thing. People just have a different path and you're on a different path, but don't bitch about your path versus the other path. So with a lot of younger people now, they're like, I wanna be on the easy path, right? Mm -hmm. And I just wanna be already on top, or I wanna, or how come, I look at Alex and Mimi and they're just traveling all the time. 
Like, duh, I'm not sharing with you my, like, it's boring when I'm standing, you know, here on my made-up stand-up desk and just looking to the screen all day. It's yeah. not that exciting to be like, hey, here I am again, yeah. you know, like, working. Most of the time when I'm just in the office in London and it's raining, I'm just working. I don't share that. And mm-hmm. I think... People get no, the wrong impression, and, people, and, and, right? and then the people say, well, you should share that. Bullshit. Because yeah. the mo- if I share that all the days where I'm just in my <laughs> office and working, you're going to turn off. That's not, that's not what people are signing up for. People are still, they want the aspirational content. Like, you know, it's funny when people say a message like, yeah, yeah, I want the, the realness. No, nobody wants realness. Yeah, like, yeah. the reason why people, um, you, it, it just... Same thing, uh, why Sapiens is such a great book is it just really outlines human psychology. Like, I remember even in our business, same things, like year over year, you see statistics and you see how, you know, you get, let's say, 10,000 visitors, visitors and this amount of visitors, like, buy. And I'm always, like, curious about that. Like, how come it's always this percentage? And what that really communicates is that we as humans, we're, we're still fairly, yeah. we're very predictable, we're mm. fairly basic. And if you, <laughs> yeah. uh, if you, if you match certain uh, criteria, this is the result you get. Tweak a certain criteria, you'll get a different result. And that's why it's so important for a lot of everybody, not even young people. It's, it's, it's everybody. Trust me, the young people, uh, I think it's, it's uh, maybe t- uh, they want it easy. The older people are just thinking they already missed the, the boat. Everyone has their own excuses and reasons. Mm. All I can tell you from my own personal experience is that you have to do what you have to do with the situations you have dealt. Hence my uh, analogy before with the mountain. Just focus on your path and, f- and focus on what you got to do. Both Mimi, Mimi and I are from immigrant families. I have, you know, a single mother um, who, when my father, like, died when I was a teenager, I had my stepfather pass away a year later. Like, there's a lot of messed up things that happen. You know, like, we're always poor. We're all welfare in the times, all that stuff. And now we get to live this life. People can look at me just one thing and just think, oh, he has it easy. He's probably some, like, trust fund kid, white privilege, male, all that stuff. No, I, I, I had to go through my own struggles and I had to do what I had to do to create the life that I have. But the most important thing that I, I did is not, once again, bitch and complain about my life. And most important thing that I've ever done in my life that I recommend for everybody to do is take responsibility for your own life. Because the moment I took responsibility for my own life, all changed because I stopped comparing comparing myself to other kids or other people, and I started focusing on my own journey and what I gotta do to get out of the situation that I'm in, right? Whether it be in a relationship, whether it be a, a financial job, university, whatever you gotta do, and life just becomes easier. It's, in, it's still hard, mm-hmm. but at least you're not wasting your time comparing and and wasting your energy on somebody else's life and i think what a lot of us do nowadays through instagram whatever things is we're living vicariously through other people you know you so you let's say you went on Mm -hmm. that positano trip that we kind of maybe inspired you to Mm -hmm. go to and we inspire so many people to go to however you know you're gonna have your own experience and you still have to do it and you're gonna and even when you go and even if you do the same things that we we told you to do you will still have your own ideas. You also have your experience and your an overall feeling that you will have based on your history, all that stuff. And that's the beauty of life: is we're unique individuals, and we have our own unique journeys. And I really believe that once you take responsibility for your own journey, 
it, that's when life mm. just changes and your mindset begins to expand. What did you think of the Positano trip? That was amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> was was we went to yeah, we went to a lot of the um, yeah. There was one one place. It's like the organic. I don't know. Like it's the the place where it's all white. Casa Bottega. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. girlfriend's very good with all the names and stuff. Yeah. The good I can travel to places <laughs> multiple times because I can't remember anything, and so I'm excited. I'm actually excited to go back. Nice. Uh, that's, why we, <laughs> that's why we go back every year. <laughs> uh, what's what's like a, a big life question you're both asking yourselves at the moment? Hmm. Where should we live next? Yeah, that's probably mm. at the moment that would be the most yeah. important one. But I yeah. think we're getting closer to the answer. Yeah, I think yeah, definitely. And I think it's for us as we talked about before. It's more about the amazing thing of you know we were big believers as ourselves is that once you create a vision for how you're gonna live your life. So you know we do this exercise where we plan out you know three to five years of how our life looks like you know from just every day Mm -hmm. where we live who are our friends what kind of work do we do like we we really get really clear and it's a very important exercise to do because it will help you really expand your mindset of what is possible and where do you want to go and it's not like you know you're living on the moon or you're now in this beverly hills hundred million dollar mansion like let's not go crazy well like what's within realm in the next three to five years for you you can still stretch it not be too realistic however uh, once you start doing that and we've done it a couple times and we've realized those things and you're like so now the big life questions like oh snap like this this is real (laughs) like we can actually manifest and create our reality Mm once we actually also do the work and they do the, do the actual stuff of behind the vision but it's like we have to be careful like this we're actually going to realize this um and so the question now is really what's next and how and and, and i highly recommend for for people to do this exercise themselves you know you without just it's, it's better to have some sort of a vision some sort of a direction that you're going towards than no vision at all. Mm-hmm. And I would say most people have no vision for themselves in the future. They have no goals whatsoever. And they're just kind of like haphazardly going through life. And then same thing, they they will bitch and complain how the one percenters uh, are taking over the world and have uh, what they don't have and things like that. It's the wrong focus. You, the people who are one percent or for zero point one percent, whatever that is, and it's not even have to be with financial, but even just living a better life because yeah, I, I also I feel, feel like we should put a lot of emphasis and attention about you know maybe some great fa- family living out in some neighborhood in Australia mm-hmm. who just have great friends and you know barbecue on the weekend and just have fun and uh, have loving relationships and hug their kids and just have a good time those people are also realizing and living their dream mm-hmm. right and, I, and that can be your vision your vision can just be having a normal life mm-hmm. uh, and it's not traveling in the world and just, you know, having good friends around you and a good community and, you know, playing basketball on the weekend, whatever that, that is for you. Yeah. And getting clearer to that and refining it as you go will just enable you to to create your life. And I think that's the most exciting part about life and that's why we're here is that we're all figuring out figuring out and we're just taking day by day and it's truly amazing what we can create once we be, can have that awareness in our lives towards creating the future and the future self that you have and, and mm. we can all redefine ourselves you know even looking back on my journey or Mimi's journey it's like 
I'm so grateful that I took those choices, those risks, and those yeah. risks. Um, if if you need to, to be able to create what we have now, uh, and and it's not like you won't know the picture right away, um, but it just take it one day at a time, and you really realize it. Well, we, it feels like there's some universal yeah. dreams or aspirations that people have. Tommy and I always talk about, you know, home ownership. I know that for his family, <laughs> that's a big thing. Bree and I don't have, uh, not planning on having kids. We're a little bit more sort of loose with those sorts of things. Home ownership for you guys. Yeah. How, how do you how do you think about it? And I, I just, it? Before we even answer that question, mm-hmm. same thing. I think it's very important you start questioning all yeah. these cultural things. Mm-hmm. Owning a car, owning a home, going to school, even uh, getting married, mm. like. All these things question everything. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think it's very it's important advice. for yeah. individuals to really uh, question why are are we doing these things? Like getting an engagement ring, you know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, getting a diamond ring, like ring for whatever. Like well, all it's these crazy. Things. You read like uh, on Google, it's like okay, it needs to be X amount of yeah, months of yeah, pay. Like, yeah. it's yeah. like it's just crazy. Who said it? Yeah. And, and th- th- but that's, most people follow. That's the I, most, sad yeah. part, right? Yeah. Like it's like we need a guide to follow. Yeah. Well, we well, can't just to, make our own. I've decisions. been with my girlfriend for twelve years, <laughs> and I just can't work. Like every time I Google about engagement, like it's just so complicated. I just can't do it. I can't work it out. Exactly. That's something unique and vintage. Yeah, I look cheap. <laughs> no, no, I think, I, I, I think this is where we have to redefine mm. uh, a lot of the culture yeah. and a lot of the happiness. It's up and to this us, is, right? And then I'm, I'm just, same thing, that's why I'm really grateful to have Mimi as my partner and that we're both open-minded to this degree. Of course, like if you have you know a partner who's like i want a diamond ring i don't mm. know who that you're questioning about this stuff because <laughs> yeah. she's she, she's bought into the culture yeah, yeah. right and that's what happens to a you lot of people it's like yeah. it's uh, and i think it's important to you know it, that's why matrix was such a great movie and was so popular is is because i think it really in subconsciously we all know the truth yeah. you know we we all understand that this is all a game yeah. you know we understand that this is not forever and and it's not to you know get a little too existential or anything, but it's once you're able to redefine life like that, that's when you're able to actually live life on your own terms. Because mm. I think it's just sad that most people, that what happens with home ownership, right? Mm. To even answer that question, yeah. and why and why I'm so grateful we we didn't buy into mm. that mm-hmm. false dream. It's not like we're gonna not own a home forever. Yeah. But the whole idea of home ownership and mortgages and all that stuff and the, this true American dream is to just tie you down. Mm-hmm. What you realize once you start being a global citizen is that each country, you're a cog in the machine. You're a resource. Is it fake safety? Because I guess like a lot of people, the narrative is... Oh, it's your fake safety. It's not yeah. safety yeah. at all. No. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's... I, I think you touched on this, something very important. Everyone's scared. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. Every, the underlying thing is fear. Mm-hmm. Right? And society will want to try to make you how can they make you feel safe to mm. a certain degree mm. to sell you on something mm-hmm. right a lot of marketing is fear-based right it's it's easier to sell somebody on on losing losing mm. something versus gaining something we've got like four levels of travel insurance like when we got the car <laughs> rental car they're like yeah. oh do you have the what was the one they were getting us on oh this the state yeah the state there, there was insurance. some insurance like if we hit someone like oh, we'll cover that car liability liability yeah, 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 we didn't have that I, yeah, I skip all mm, those yeah. I, just, I, just, <laughs> I have my Amex Platinum and I, they take care of that I trust them so I 
what I'm what I'm trying to say even with this example is that of even home ownership is that for us because we um you know like this is a vicious cycle that most mm. people get into you go to school especially if you have to pay for school right if, if you know, I'm not talking about you living in Scandinavia and getting paid to go to school mm. do that I'll do that for sure yeah. right but if you are here in the state side you have to go to school you have to take out loans and debt wherever you are, whether you go in state, out of state, in province, out of province, and you're gonna get 50, 100,000 worth of debt, just because when you just step into the workforce, I don't think that's a smart move. You're already starting losing, mm. right? And then the same thing when you do, uh, when you get a house, there's certain fixed costs that come in with buying a property, right? And it's this, and those fixed costs is like your overhead. You're gonna have that forever. So you to make your you can definitely make money on real estate, but it's gonna take you at least five to ten years if everything goes well mm-hmm. for you, for you to do that. And a lot of people going speaking back and connecting to that fear. A lot of people have that fear of well, if I'm just renting, I'm uh, just throwing money away. Is right? it rent rent money's dent money or dead money? Dead yeah. money. Yeah, rent money is dead money. Uh, so for us, the way we think about it is like number one, you're the for renting, you're getting experience, you're figuring yourself out. Mm. So before, for example, I know that once we have a home or once we buy a home, we were like real estate agents don't like us, and the reason they don't like us because we're so certain. So if we're looking for a property even now to rent or buy, we're like it's this street, this side of the street, these houses, right? And they're like, well, about no, like, we already know. Right, because w- w- because the reason we already know is because we've had so many experiences. We've moved through renting, much, yeah. through <laughs> renting. We moved almost every year, and not, and not a lot Since of people wouldn't want to do that, yeah. right? We moved almost every year, like for the last seven years, and it's 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 not fun for a lot of people. And and for us, by nature, we're very adventurous. That's why we can travel. And even now, we're in LA for like seven weeks, mm. right? <laughs> like. But we're able to do that because we have the way we design our life and, and, and the freedom that we have. And uh, as we said, as Mimi said in the interview earlier, which is so important, what are your top values? If mm. safety is your top mm-hmm. value, maybe it's then maybe home is the right thing for you because you're like, I don't care to discover myself and figure, mm-hmm. I know this is like the neighborhood where my parents grew up and this feels safe to me and this is where I want to be. I Like we met somebody today, a lady, she's like, I was in this neighborhood when I was six years old, she's 70 now, she's like, I love it, it's where I grew up and my kids grew mm-hmm. up and she's great, that's co- cool for her. For us, another value of us, a value of ours is really being able to have different choice, you know, uh, having variety in our lives. We like to have new experiences. And because that is a bigger value to us, uh, to us it's better to pay rent because it offers us more of an experience. And flexibility. And flexi- right? another value, flexibility. So it's it, to really summarize everything that we're trying to say is, after this podcast, define your values. Like really sit down and think about like, what is important to me? Maybe it is safety, maybe it is variety, maybe it's, uh, you know, uh, whatever you, you think of what your values are. If you don't know what values are, Google it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, mark look the one- Look at some inspiration. Uh, look yeah. at some inspiration, mark the one that speaks to you. And once you align to your values, you're able to make better choices. So with home ownership or renting, 
I'm I'm really glad we we didn't buy a home and we well, didn't we own we a have, home actually we have, we have, in Toronto we have, yeah, yeah but we then have, we sold it because like we're like we yeah, don't care we, about we, it <laughs> and we moved to England so, so we, yeah, we, we didn't like, want the hassle of renting it out having to like worry about mm-hmm. the tenants but something I'll add to the home ownership and just ownership of any type of material goods something that I've always been aware of not sure where this wisdom comes from maybe past life maybe this life but just realizing that you're not here forever on planet earth mm-hmm. anything you own here you don't really own mm-hmm. you're still just renting <laughs> yeah. even if you have that paper that says you own it you're not here forever if you're lucky you're here for 100 plus years maybe with new technology a little longer but you don't own anything so just mm-hmm. accept that realize that and then go back to the values like for me like I don't really own anything so mm. like i'd rather use use that money to have like alex said more variety and more freedom and if one day it makes more sense to own there's nothing wrong with owning but don't be sold the wrong idea mm. yeah where does luck fit into the equation or or it doesn't for you guys i think there's serendipity i like that word more <laughs> than luck like being at the right time at the right yeah. place the preparation you know, and opportunity and being prepared yeah. you know but there's definitely a certain level of like things coming together yeah. and i think that definitely played a role in our lives but without the hard work and persistence none of it is going to work mm. so what's more important mm. I, th- I think yeah to add on to that is um luck is major and it looks like serendipity is a better word definitely i agree with that and with However, I really believe you make your own luck. Exactly. And w- what I mean by that is... Or you have to see that it's around yeah, you. Yeah, Most yeah. people it's, don't see it. Like yeah. opportunities come to them. Even maybe you're single and this girl is like a friend of yours. But like you don't see that this could be a potential girlfriend. So it's up to you to see the serendipity, the luck that you already do have in your life. Mm. And that connects to gratitude. Like being grateful for mm. what you already have rather than constantly mm. wanting some new things in your life. What's been the most serendipitous moment for you, Mimi? Oh my God, so many, but like one that stands out the most was um, years ago when, before even we moved to London, I tweeted something about my favorite author, <laughs> Paulo Coelho. Like I grew mm-hmm. up reading his books. Have you read any of his books? Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I know the yeah, author. So Alchemist was like yeah, my yeah, Bible, yeah. you know, like I love that book because it talks about that adventure and like believing in something bigger than yourself and following your heart and following your dreams. So he, to me, he was like the biggest inspiration. And then he had a new book. I tweeted about it and then he tweeted me back and then he gave me Skype. We like chatted on Skype and he said, when you move to Europe, because we were in the process of moving to London then, he said, just like, um, come and visit me. And we did and we had like dinner at his house. Like I met him in person. That was like the coolest thing that like just serendipitously happened over the internet. And like now we're friends, you know, never thought, I mean, that was the dream. So like that happening to me shows that there's definitely something magical out mm-hmm. there in the universe that we don't know about, but it's there. Yeah, I definitely think the the searching, having that lens yeah. on to find the things and connect the dots is important. Like just, we bumped into, well, I just went, I was like, I want a coffee before this. Mm. And I went into Bluestone yeah. Lane and I bumped into a YouTuber who I've been following for years. And yeah. I know which one? Uh, Jesse. He rides the, oh, he's, yeah, he's yeah. You know, cool. the magic carpet yeah. through yeah, New York. Yeah. And I was thinking, I actually was in my messages Crazy. sending him a message yesterday. And I was like, oh, I won't send it. And then I bumped into him and I went up That's and we were chatting. Away, and so yeah. he's going to come on the podcast at some point. But, you know, we've created this opportunity yes. to, to come to you and be in this 
place and, still made and that happens yeah. but I'm still I'm always looking for that kind of stuff yeah. Yeah. to and happen you, and I think you still make it like that's why I said you make your own luck to a certain degree mm. is you have to show up Yeah. you know it's mm. like I always love the anecdote of like you know this guy kind of waiting his whole life to or it was like it was either uh, to win the lottery or something like that and he gets to heaven and he's like God like I, I've wished for you know to w- become rich and win the lottery he's like you didn't even buy the ticket <laughs> <laughs> you know so it's like it's like the same thing it's like yeah. I, I can't like God or universe yeah. or whatever mm. f- magical power you believe in it won't do anything for you that's why with a lot of this you know secrets like a lot of people may look at us and think oh we're like vision we talk about creating your vision or vi- creating your vision boards setting goals all that mm-hmm. stuff but that's but, a then but it's like, that's just that, like just those are number one those are just yeah. exercises yeah. to uh, really um make your mindset like change up your mindset and create uh just your vision work on that so you mm. you're exercising you're like what can i do what can i create mm. And then you have to follow through with the actual work to to get there and figure out, okay, this is my vision. This is where I want to go. How do I get there? You then reverse engineer mm-hmm. to how you're going to get to that place. But setting the vision is just step one. And then step two, step three, step four is, is the follow yeah. through. I was thinking this podcast that we do is it's a serendipity machine because we show up daily and we create and the amount of opportunities that's Mm -hmm. come from taking the action daily has been amazing. I know you've got the five minute journal, which that's a everyday practice. What's something for you guys that you've other than that? Because I'm sure Mm. each day you're spending that. What's one practice that you implement daily that has made massive change for you? For me, I would definitely have to say it's meditation. Mm. It's just in the world that we live in now, there's just so much information. There's so much input, right? So you just have to find time to just sit still and be calm without mm. any interruption. That's what meditation is. <laughs> really, it doesn't matter what you practice. There's so many apps out there. I mean, I do Vipassana meditation. but there's... I saw uh, Paramahansa Yogananda. Mm. Yeah, the the, book I'm out reading there. that book right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Serendipity. Look, this, this house that we rented, it's cool that they have... And a lot, it happens to us a lot of times, you know, based off that we pick houses where they have a lot of, they're into the same stuff we're into. Mm-hmm. I saw like we bought that, brought it with us, was here. I would have like, you know, bak- Bhagavita and stuff like that. So well, like, my mom's guru is Paramahansa Yogananda. She's yeah. a yoga meditation oh, cool. teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I saw that as soon as I walked in. Yeah, yeah. You see, yeah but, you but, but I think the same thing, the reason you noticed that book is because you're aware of it. Oh, yeah. And this is my why. My son would know. He says, he calls him Yoga Manda. That's <laughs> two it. and a half year. Yoga yeah. Manda. Yoga but, this is, but this just communicates how important it is to work. And this is what meditation will also help you to work on that awareness of certain things. Mm-hmm. And this is why it's important of that awareness, what content you consume, how you think about your life, your thoughts, your words, like all this shapes your life. This is why we've created the five minute journal. We created the five minute journal for ourselves because we understand that if you frame your, you know, the, the, the way the five minute journal works is that you start off, I'm grateful for you talk about your gratitude. So you're already uh, framing your day and you're starting out with feeling good mm. you're already starting with what you have what you appreciate i'm grateful for right i'm grateful to wake up i'm grateful to have wake up next to a beautiful uh, woman by the name of mimi next to my bed you know like uh, i'm grateful to go to work today and then the next question is we'll make today great and then that second question you're once again you're framing and you're envisioning what's gonna make what's gonna be good about your day 
And most people, they're not framing their day of like, what's gonna, what's great gonna happen to me? They don't even believe in that. Mm. How and bad's the traffic gonna be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's your, it's your intentions, your expectations, and then the last one is like your affirmation. I am. And that's a very powerful thing. Mm. Once you actually start reinstating the affirmation of who you are and creating that image of yourself, you will, with you're communicating to your inner navigation system, like this is where you need to go. Mm-hmm. And same thing, like the reason I bring this up, the reason, if you be somebody, like there's a lot of people that come through this house, not everybody sees the Yogananda book. Mm-hmm. You know, you saw it because you're aware of it. And that is mm-hmm. something that you, uh, you can now see. And there is, and that's why we always communicate to people how important it is to practice gratitude. And this whole, so if you go, to answer your question, one practice that and habit that I've created, even without using the five minute journal, and this is what I did before the five minute journal, is just simply as soon as you wake up, think of one thing that you're grateful for. Mm. And gratitude helps you, it's actually scientifically proven, proven how it's, it shifts your vibrations. You know, there's this also a thing called Heart Math Institute, you can look into it. But it's legit. Like your heart rate variability will change when you are feeling grateful. And if you start out your day in that way, you will start to also shift your reality. So with that, you know, I test uh, so much of what we have in our lives. It's simply because we're grateful for it. Mm -hmm. And the way if you want to also connect spirituality and all that stuff, it'll just be simple. For, For the people in your lives, for the friends or even your family, if you have somebody in your life that's ungrateful, do you want to do things for them? Mm-hmm. Or be around them? Or be around them? No. However, when you have somebody around you who is grateful, who is appreciative, like, isn't that a person you want mm-hmm. to? That's attractive. You want yeah. to give, and you also want to give more, you know? Somebody yeah. like yeah. gives you something as appreciative of something, you're like, hey, I, I, right away we have this mm. uh, reaction to want to give, re, yeah. practice reciprocity and give something back to them. And same thing, whatever you want to call it, God, universe, it just likes gratitude. It likes mm. grateful people. And those, it's like, mm. oh, why would I give these things to people who don't appreciate and keep complaining, complaining and bitching, <laughs> right? Versus this person, Alex, let's say, who's always grateful and he has nothing, but he's so happy. And he's, yeah. he's being appreciative even for the little things that we have. Why don't we give that person more, yeah. right? And this is just really how the world works. And is that- Also uh, known as law of attraction. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 I, and I, really, I really believe you that where you focus even on, with right? relationships, and at the same time, like I said, friendships, uh, romantic relationships, anything else, is to bring that same energy. If we are appreciative and grateful for the people around us, and we also appreciate it for the things that they do, same with our employees and all that stuff. Our children. It will bring out mm-hmm. more of that. It will bring out more of the good. They want to do more good. Yeah. And this is why, to me, this is one of the, you know, there's a lot of talk about gratitude. And this, uh, however, it takes practice. It's an exercise. Yeah, it's, it's not a about muscle. talking about yeah. it. Yeah. It's about and, doing it every day. And yeah. it really takes time. This is why I recommend for anybody, like I said, you don't have to buy the five-minute journal. If you do, it's great. It's pretty. It makes the habit a lot easier to do. Um, however, you can do it. Like I said, if you can train your mind to do that, that's, that'll be incredible. It's just not all of us have that willpower to be able to mm. do that. But if there's one habit that I've trained myself to do is, is simply just be grateful. Mm. First thing in the morning, say your day and then the rest will take care of itself. Well, we're, we're so grateful that you've spent so much time with us. And yeah, that, like, we went way over. Well, Maybe we wasn't yeah. supposed to be yeah. here. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
influences, all that sort of stuff get like it has a certain sort of connotation to it or a certain vibe. And I think that you guys are an example of using platforms to be of service. And I think that mm. the life that you can simplify it in the lifestyle stuff, but what you're doing is you're showing your experiences and opening up possibilities for other people. And I think that that's. Um, an amazing service and something we really appreciate. Oh, oh, thank, thank you, guys. you so much for saying yeah. that. Yeah, awesome. It means a lot. Yeah, thank you guys for coming by for <laughs> making this impromptu a serendipitous uh, <laughs> podcast. But it's, it's been a true pleasure having you guys over as well. And awesome. we just also really appreciate the time and most importantly, your effort, right, to put in that seed to make it happen. Because the same thing, like, it's not like you guys have a m massive following, mm. but you keep pushing at it mm. and you're able to have these opportunities happen more and more because you show up mm. so anybody listening or watching right now because this is being recorded so you can check out this video on your <laughs> YouTube, yeah, channel yeah. is that it's truly about just showing up mm -hmm. and being grateful for showing up every day. Absolutely. And thank you guys for showing up. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Thanks for thank me. You. It's a daily talk show. Uh, if you've enjoyed the show, feel free to share it on Instagram. You can do the, the old screen grab thing and tag us up or you can even take a photo of where you're listening because that's always pretty that's fun too. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com is the email address if you want to send us an, e send us an email. Uh, otherwise, see you tomorrow, guys. See you guys. Bye. Bye.